0: Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you.
1: Then shall we know, that's after we've been raised up, you know, if we follow on to know the Lord, He is going forth, is prepared as the morning, and He will come unto us during this time of the raising up. He will come to us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. Now let me break this down to zero in on what the Holy Spirit has asked me to share. And this message is not just for scripture pastors for the whole church. We are already in the third day. He says, after two days, he will revive us. In the third day, he separates it. After two days and the third day is really the same thing. But why why did the prophet, why did the Holy Spirit allow the prophet to say it like this? Because he was making a distinction between two separate events. After two days, is once the church enters the third millennium, one day is with the Lord, as a thousand, years, a thousand years, one day is Friday in Second Peter, you know? Once we've entered, and we did, we entered it in 1995, like I told you, God will do something revival. When I first read these scriptures 30 years ago, I thought it just meant revival, healing, and all of that. No, that's not what it means. He said, he will revive us. The word revive means give life. He's talking about cleansing perfection. After, and then we, we've come to it. After two days, we came into a revival of life, a, an infusion of fresh life. The life was already in the church, but it was not in our souls and it was not in our bodies. So some of us were able to enter that experience of the removal of the sin nature from the soul and body. And said, Pastor Olubi, how do you know it was? Sir? I know because of the clarity of revelation, and, 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 and the word of God, that started coming. Things, I, I read the Bible before, but I never saw it like that. It, it, is, it was a fulfillment of this scripture. It's in 2 Cor- it's in 2 scriptures. It's in First Corinthians, sorry, First uh, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, where Paul was praying for the church, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Then in chapter 4, he gives more clarity. He said, don't be like the other Gentiles who walk in the vanity of their mind. Watch this. He said, "The understand having the understanding darkened, being alienated, that's why it's a revival, life, from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the hardness of their heart. And God showed me. He said, when, you, you know, we, we, our hearts become more humble, we receive more light from the Holy Spirit through our spirit, and it comes into our mind, then the mind is totally enlightened, And that is what he's talking about. So we now got light on sin, the sin nature, perfection, the life of God. Sometimes when I read those things, I say, where did I get all this from? It's this thing. He says, after two days, he will revive us. It has already happened. Then he now says, in the third day, he will raise us up. That's a different thing. He's now talking about the manifestation of the glory of God. So the first one, after two days, he will revive us. He's talking about cleansing perfection. But the second one, he will raise up. He's talking about manifesting perfection. Say, Pastor, how do you know? I'm glad you asked. Look at Isaiah 60. We're going to go to Isaiah 16 and we'll come back to Hosea chapter 2. And also look at Joel chapter 2. Look at Isaiah 60. It's amazing. We give God all the glory look at what it says I've preached on this during the covid period there's a trilogy here Isaiah it actually starts from Isaiah 58 Isaiah 58 talks about fasting and prayer Isaiah 59 talks about intercession and taking on the whole armor of God I don't have the time to go back and to explain all of it but you will find it you know that it says you should take on that's where Paul picked it up and then he expanded it in ephesians chapter 6 in the new testament you know and then he, he he says that you know mommy quoted it today when she was praying for the fathers you know for it will, it will be unto your children and your children's children and the the word of god will not depart out of their mouths and all of that it is the intercession the fasting of 58 isaiah 58 the intercession of isaiah 59 that now causes the raising of Isaiah 60. And you know what, honey? I thank God for you, and I thank God for the support you've given me, and you're giving me in this ministry, and for all of you, not just my wife alone. Do you understand? We are right on track. We are right on track. Praying with all kinds of prayer. God started Good Morning Jesus through my wife in 2018, you know, and... We're now having a great number of committed people. My wife deliberately did not advertise good morning Jesus. You know, so there's not another jamboree. It is open, but only people who have a heart to pray are coming. If you don't have a heart to pray, you you won't last there. If you're coming to look for some quick miracle, the miracles are happening in the lives of people. We've had great testimonies. But if, if that's the only reason why you are coming, you're not, you don't understand its purpose. The purpose of it, ultimately, is to cause us to, you know, begin to grow into this cleansing perfection and then ultimately into this uh, manifesting perfection. And that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the road map that you see. Isaiah 58, Isaiah 59, then Isaiah 60. The glory, and then Isaiah 61 is the restoration of the nations as a consequence of the glory. Hallelujah! Now, Isaiah 60, I'm just going to read the first five verses. Arise and shine. What did uh, 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 Hosea say? In the third day he will do what? up. This is it. Arise and shine, for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen up. This is what is going to raise us up. The glory of God. It's not the rapture. It's not a rapture. It's the manifestation of the glory of God. The spirit without measure being released inside the church. For behold, darkness, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you, shall cover the earth. How many people know that darkness is covering the earth right now? Moral darkness, spiritual darkness, financial darkness, political darkness. Some of the things that have happened in the last since about 2014 2015 have been nothing short of you know incredulous things that you would never think would happen Uh, on the political scene but don't let me i don't i don't want to get off track behold darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people i must say this i said it a few weeks ago but this one you know is important the other one god said i shouldn't say that one but this one and you say, you know things like all this trans transgender And homosexuality and all of this you know in america now there's a i think it's in florida or one of the states there's this bill i i i believe it has been passed you know that if your child is about 13 years old you know in the early teens and maybe she's a boy or he's a girl and he feels he should be a girl or he feels she feels she should be a boy she can tell her teacher in school the government will take your child from you and take the child to some government-sponsored facility and do a biological sex change for the child and you have no say in the matter. The church has to reverse that by the force of spiritual arms. Now, some of the brethren in America are shouting and they are talking. But you know, it's happening. That's not darkness. So it is gross darkness. I just wanted to mention. But it is going to be reversed. Take my word for it. By the time I finish this message, if I don't finish some of it today, I'll pick it like, you know. You know but I think I will. You know, yeah, yeah, That's why we need the glory of God. To break the nations. It says rule in the midst of thy enemies. The rod of strength out of Zion. All these unrighteous decrees will stop. Not by legislation. Not by votes. In the house of assembly or in the senate. But by spiritual decree. From the power of God from the church of Jesus Christ. You are going to see something different. A different church. A glorious church. Not having spot, blemish, wrinkle or any such thing. But the Lord. The Bible says in the midst of this gross darkness. Will arise upon thee. This is how he's going to raise us up. It's not the rapture. And his glory will be seen upon thee. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. And Gentiles, is the nations, will come to our light, and kings to the brightness of our rising. Lift up your eyes round about and see all they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from afar, and thy daughters will be nursed as thy there will be a harvest of the nations. People will be coming from Japan. Recently, we had somebody from South Korea who was signing in on to give good Morning Jesus. You know, people are going to become people we don't know. But they are spiritual sons. And they are spiritual daughters. They'll be coming from all the parts of the earth. From, from, from Europe, from Asia, from here in Africa, all over. And thy daughter shall be nurse so thy son. Verse 5. And thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear. If you read some of the modern translation, the King James, you know, the word fear there is not really the right word to use. Let me read it from the Amplified and the New International Version. The Amplified says, then you shall see and be radiant, and your heart will thrill and tremble with joy for the glorious deliverance. And it will be enlarged. This is just ahead of us. And the abundance of the wealth of the sea will be turned unto you. And unto you shall the nations come with their treasures. New International Version says, Then you will look and be radiant. And your heart will throb and swell. So that word fear there is not really the right word that should have been used. Your, your heart will throb and swell with joy. You'll be so full of joy. And the wealth on the seas will be brought unto you. And to you, the church, the riches of the nation will come. This is in gathering. This is Feast of Tabernacles. Now, I'm going to go back to Hosea chapter 6. And then we'll look at Joel chapter 2 and we'll close. Hosea chapter 6. So now we understand. After two days, we'll get cleansing perfection. We've done that. 995. In the third day that this is where we are. We are inside the third day now from the birth of Jesus Christ which is about 5 BC. But there is another this is the new part now. Interpretation of the third day which is also prophetically acceptable and is prophetically accurate. Which is the third day From the birth of the church. See, Jesus was born five BC. So he started his ministry around what you call AD, it wasn't AD 30, you know, it was about you know AD 25, 26, somewhere in there, you know. And then he died when he was thirty-three years old. So you we're looking at the third day from the birth of the church starts about. 2028 which is about five years from now now like i said at the beginning all these are shadows they are not set in stone why is god calling our attention to this because of what i told you he said we should speed its coming we don't want it to be 2028 want it now 2023 to the glory of god hallelujah how our hand must not be slack in battle we must press in i like the, what apostle paul said in ephesians chapter 3 He said i press toward the mark of the high calling of god in christ jesus i mean there is opposition there is something that's trying to stop me you know but i'm not going to allow it i'm going to press in that i may lay hold he uses that expression of that which I, has been apprehended of me in Christ Jesus. That I may lay hold on the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This is the challenge before the church now. So we don't want it in the third day of the birth of the church. We want it the third day of the birth of Christ. But God told me something. And this is a new also. When I say it's new, it's a fresh revelation. It's always been true, but it's there. said there will be an overlap of the two third days because you see the glory if it starts now as we're trusting god that it will in 2023 by 2028 we'll still be in it and it will also be fulfilled in 2028 so there's going to be an overlap of the two third days the third day from the birth of christ and the third day from the birth of the church and that's the, the perfect will of God, that's what God wants us. that's why he's calling our attention to his He said sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times, which is what I'm giving you, understanding of the years, that's what I'm giving you now. and what Israel ought to do? what should we do now? speed it's coming so that by the time the third day of the from the church has come we will already be in glory. Then he showed me something else, which I have to share with us. You know, I said the first two seasons were fulfilled before the jubilee. Now, before the fifty years, the fifty years just is just a shadow. Uh, Israel was formed in twenty forty eight, and all the other nineteen forty excuse me, and all the other things. You know. Uh, Gordon Lindsay, Economical um, Council of Churches, Voice of Healings, you know, the Lateran, you know. Uh, cl- cleansing perfection, the revelation of it, practice of it started to uh, 1995. So all that was done before the 50 years, before the 20, before the year 2000. This one, too. If, now I'm using if because everything is conditional in the things of God. If revival starts, if the glory starts and hits us in 2023, this year, there is a minimum amount of time that we must have in order to fulfill our purpose, which is twofold, like I said, the, the, the fruit of the spirit and then the harvest of the nations. Now, that one is a big task because it's not just born again, it's discipleship. And that takes time. It takes time to get people born again. After the, you, know, you get born again instantly, feel the Holy Spirit instantly, but it takes time to train them. It takes time for them to grow spiritually. It takes time. It, you can't you can rush that. So God showed me. He said, you have legitimate shadows that correspond to what the church should be doing in this, uh, in this third day. You have a shadow of 21 years, which is the time, which is seven times three, which is the perfection of of completion of the church, which can be typified from the life of Jesus from the age of 12 to the age of 33. Then you have a shadow of 30, which is the time it took Jesus from when he was a baby to maturity. So it could take the church 30 years, So, for instance, if we, uh, the the manifestation of the glory of God starts now, in 2023, if you add 21 years to that, you get 2044, which is good. We do it before 2050. If you add 30 years to it, you get 2053, which shoots. It overshoots. It's It's still in the range of the shadow, but it overshoots. Then, there's a third shadow. You know, which is 33. It took Jesus 33 years. 30 plus 3. So he can add another 3 years. Then there's a fourth shadow, which is the reign of David. We took 40 years. So if you added 40 to 2023, you're going to get 2063. Now, I'm not saying these are the dates. I'm doing exactly what Daniel did. And that's why I'm teaching this. The Bible says, have understanding of the times and what Israel ought to do. Daniel, when he went to look at the prophetic books, he saw that Jeremiah said by 70 years, and 70 years were practically up and nothing had happened. So Daniel began to intercede and pray. And you know the sad thing? I don't know if I can call it sad, but it happened. You know, Daniel never saw it. Daniel had died before Cyrus rose up, made the, it was Daniel who told him about it, but daniel died daniel was not a part of ezra nehemiah zerubbabel joshua who were the elders that went from uh, uh babylon and persia you know and went back to jerusalem and built the walls and then later on rebuilt the temple but that was you know but daniel saw it and god was telling him, He said look you guys you need to wake up oh. that's the purpose of this message wake up and speed it's coming so that this glory uh, that we're speaking about can start now and then we have time to play with in closing the bible says i'm going to give you a second scripture it's in um ephesians chapter 5 it's verse 16 it says redeeming the time because the days are evil again interpret time not as minutes and seconds alone there's an application on an individual level which means you know you should make good use of your time but at in a prophetic level you know this prophetic uh, level for the church is talking about years you know we can buy the years back let's gone for this 21 years you know don't let it extend to 30 years or 33 or 40. But what we are doing now is going to determine that thing. I know it's heavy, but people need to understand that. You know, that is why you need to have, you need to grow up spiritually and have a sense of responsibility. See, people think that everything is just up to God. No! Thank God for Daniel. Let's give Daniel a super clap offering. Everybody was sleeping in Babylon. And like Papa Ralph told us some years ago, you know, in Babylon, they were not not like in Egypt. In Egypt, they were in bondage. In Babylon, they were in captivity. They were in captivity, but they were enjoying life. They had good houses. They had money. They lived a good life. They were not slaves like in Egypt. So many of the Jews, watch this, were comfortable in Babylon. It took those... That had prophetic insight to see, understand from the books the, of the prophets of Jeremiah that the time was coming, and then began to pray and thank God. Daniel's prayers and that of Shidrach, Bush, and Abednego, and maybe a few other brethren that they must have gotten around them. You know, they prayed and God now stirred up the spirit of Cyrus. But by that time, Daniel was dead. It will not be a portion in Jesus' name. Let's wake up, folks. Stop playing church. Stand to your feet. i got to close. Redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. Let me show you some more things God told me. He said, you guys break into this thing. He said, the first seven years will be like the time of david and saul the house of david is going to get stronger and stronger the house of saul is going to get weaker and weaker we're going to remove all the rebellion in the church in seven years not everybody will be in perfection but they will not fight it again There will will, will be no just like you know today as i'm speaking to you very few christians are fighting tongues it wasn't like that a hundred years ago a hundred years ago they said the tongue talker speaking of tongues the devil nobody says that anymore Not everybody practices it, but everybody agrees now that it's of God. So it's going to be with perfection. Everybody's going to agree with it. That's seven years. Then we now need another 14 years. Seven is two times seven. Fourteen is two times seven, which is witness of completion. Wherein we will not go to every tribe, tongue, and kindred. Then we are going to make disciples in every single one of them. Nigeria alone has 5 400 to 500 tribes. Nigeria alone. I hear they have a lot in Congo. I know they have a lot in China. I know they have a lot in Russia. They all don't speak the same language. There are very few places that are monocultural. That is they have only just one culture. Even England has Wales, Scotland, you know, Ireland. And then England. In each tribe is a tremendous amount of work. And it can only be done when we have inherited the spirit of that measure. That wealth that comes, the money that comes. We will have aeroplanes, we will have jets, we will have everything that we need to be able to send out missionaries to all the parts of the earth. Every tribe, tongue, and kindred then you're not going to go there for two weeks. You're going to stay there and make disciples. It took Paul, he he, he was in Ephesus for three years before he could raise up disciples in Ephesus. In Corinth, he was there for about 18 months according to church history. It takes time. But thank God we have an advantage today. We have technology. We have aeroplanes and we have numbers so as it's going to be now what's going to happen is as the glory comes now some people will first of all go initially to break open the ground you know they may spend maybe like a month or two there once the ground is broken then others will come some people will come they'll spend a month some people will come they'll spend three months some people will come they'll spend six months some people will come they'll spend a year and while they are there at home, we will pay them better than any banker is being paid. Oh yes, God told me. He said, none of my missionaries in the end time will be worrying about money. The school fees of their children will be taken care of. Their homes will be taken care of. Their wives will be taken care of. Where the wife can go, Priscilla and Aquila, maybe the children are grown and all that. They will go as a team. Where the husband and wife cannot go together, the husband will go, come back, the wife will go. You have a great future ahead of you. Are you listening to me? You have a great future ahead of you. And you need to understand what is in front of us. The Bible says that, you know, you have understanding of the times and what Israel ought to do. This is what we ought to do now. We need to speed its coming and redeem the time. Talk
0: to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources including books, sermons, prophecies and articles available on our website spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.